So All right. it Sue, is your turn. Vince, are you ready? We're ready. So ready. Bring Why it. can't the marketer go see live musicals anymore? We don't know. You ready for this? Yes. Welcome to The Simplicity Show with Sue and Vince, where we talk about what's happening in the credit union industry, the world, and right here on our credit union team. In this episode, we're sitting down with our very own Chief Financial Officer, Nick Faber. We're going to talk a lot about Nick, who he is, who he is as a human being. <laughs> who he is. <laughs> That's another conversation. <laughs> who he is as a human being and his journey to simplicity. And we'll also talk a little bit about his day-to-day and what he does here at the credit union. So now's his chance to figure that out. Yeah. You have a little bit of time to come okay. up with something good. We can't wait to hear. But the first, our first question is always the most important. We like to start off like big, cutting edge. You ready? And this time, we are going to start off with Nick. What is the definition of an accountant? I don't know, Sue. What is the definition of an accountant? I would love accountant? to tell you. May I tell you? Yeah, you may tell me. Because I would love to yeah, tell you. Yeah, you let me know. <laughs> I'd like to know. It feels like a thing you should know, but I will tell you. An accountant is someone who solves a problem you didn't know you had in a way you don't understand. Good one. Good one. Now, I I want to throw in that we have our fantastic team member, Alex, has armed Nick with marketing jokes to make up for the accounting jokes. So you may now, now is your opportunity. I actually armed myself. You armed yourself? I armed myself. She was like, here are the the not mean ones that won't make them cry. I saw some, but I I had to go get my own too. Okay, so So, it is your turn. Are you ready? We're ready. So ready. Why can't the marketer go see live musicals anymore? We don't know. You ready for this? Yes. Live musicals. He keeps favorite. trying to capture the leads. <laughs> oh, yeah. so good. Yes. <laughs> yes. Do I get to ask one more? Do you, how many do you have? I have, for being an accountant, I can count. I've got six. Okay, you better save it. You better save it. You better save okay, it. Okay. We're going right. okay, to, when it's ready, when you're ready for a joke break, though. I'll let you know. We're 100%. All right. Okay. All right. Sounds okay. good. We're going we're to salt and pepper that situation and okay. sprinkle them throughout the episode. Salt and pepper. Nice. Okay. So, also, uh, <laughs> little explanation with that. So, marketing and accounting stereotypically tend to be at odds with each other because they're using uh, ostensibly different parts of the brain, right? So, yes. And different languages. Different and languages. And just different logic. But yep. it is not so with our team. No. True. True. We're recording this. Say that out loud. <laughs> True. Okay. <laughs> we at least understand each other's value. So we've got that going for us. At least we, uh, he said that, and then Nick got very quiet. <laughs> As we've coerced him into being on the podcast for us. Yes. Yes. Okay. So here we go. Now we're going to get to work now. It's time okay. to, now, it's, now it's all about me. It's time. To, it's all about you, all brother. Right. All right. So let us start with Nick. Where did you come from? What's the? How did you get here? How did I get here? Yes. What a good question. Thanks. Um, well, I was, you know, I, I first started my career in Madison, and um, with my wife being around the area, I, I, I knew that it was it was time to move up here. She wanted to be around the area, and I liked the city of Marshfield, so I came up here, and I was able to transfer within the same accounting firm that I've been working for down in Madison. Um, I guess to, to keep it a little bit shorter, I, I moved to another accounting firm and then decided it was time to make the switch to industry. 
And so I started looking at some options and um, I'd heard some really, really good things about Simplicity Credit Union as an employer and as an organization in the community. And um, and the opportunity arose and it, it seemed to be the right fit for me and my family and what, what we wanted and and what I wanted for a career. So um, that that is how I got to Simplicity. and. Um, I guess we'll see where the future goes from here. It's going to be amazing yeah, from here I on hope out. So. I hope so. So where did you go to school? You know, I, I, I started at Whitewater. <laughs> this would be a cool time to be like, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> where did I what now? Uh, <laughs> what? What school? <laughs> I started at Whitewater and actually transferred after my freshman year to UW-La Crosse and graduated from UW-La Crosse. So it's um, a very neat city and um, I really enjoyed my time there. Uh, yeah, I, I certainly enjoyed the, the college lifestyle as, as well as uh, making the grades as well in the classroom. So um, it was, it, I enjoyed college. And you don't get to be, be a CPA if you don't do both, like enjoy college and also get good grades, right? Um, you I, get to be in marketing I, if I, you don't. Well, do you know, I, I guess think. it depends on who you ask. Okay. Yeah, it depends. Yeah. Okay. okay, fair enough. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about your family. What do you guys, what do you like to do when you're not working in the industry? How do you guys relax? And have fun? let's be clear, when we say in the industry, that's us. Right. Right? We're the industry. We're the industry. Yeah. We're the so machine. When you're Come not on. here. Don't get me wrong. I, I enjoy working in the industry and I, I, I enjoy my time at work. But, um, you know, the big thing for me is just spending time with my family. Um, whatever it might be, we enjoy being outdoors. Um, Camping, going to uh, the family family cottage up north, um, just being outside and, and spending time with each other. It seems like we we don't have enough time with each other, um, and so it's 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 nice when we have obviously on the weekends that you, you get to spend the entire weekend with them and um, in the evenings. Uh, so it's it, it's just about being with the family and um, and, and being outside. Um, another another passion of mine is, is sports. Um, enjoy golfing, um, enjoy soccer. Uh, still, I, I miss soccer a little bit from the playing aspect of it. Um, but my body thanks me um, <laughs> not not waking up with aches and pains every morning, um, or more so than what I do already. So, um, it's uh, sports is another big passion of mine, and um, those are probably the, the 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 two big things in my life right now. Um, family is, is made up of, I've got two small little girls and we've got one on the way. So very exciting time for, for our family right now um, as we're preparing for a third. Um, and I guess we'll, we'll see what happens from there on. It, let me tell you, that changes <laughs> things drastically. I've heard once you have three. Once you, you have three, you might as well have 100. <laughs> you know, hundred seems to be a little, little. Now you're an accountant, and I realize that seems like hyperbole. But I promise you, once you have three, you might as well have hundred. So, so, Sue, does that mean you're going to help pay for all these kids? I if will I not. Go to well, okay, but you're the CFO, so I feel like you can work out the numbers to make sure your kids and get I, paid. And I, and I can. And, and this is in the books. <laughs> <laughs> you check the budget. A hundred kids not gonna work out. No, mm -hmm. no, not not okay. quite a hundred. Yeah, we'll, we'll stay a little shy of that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Ninety-eight, yeah. ninety-six, yeah. you know. something yeah. like that. Yeah, somewhere around there. <laughs> you ready for a joke break? I'm ready for a joke Ooh, break. Yeah. Joke yeah, let's do a joke break. You want me to start? This you start. Time? You start. Okay. All right. Why did the marketer get fired up? Oh, I'm sorry. Why did a f Why did the marketer get fired as a tap dancer? I don't know. <laughs> She wanted to get paid per click. Ah! 
So good. So good. So good. You well, got one? I, I got one. Take it. What do you call an accountant who speaks to one person a day? <laughs> what? Popular. Oh! <laughs> the introverted accountant joke. <laughs> All right. We, what, what I learned in looking for accountant jokes, number one, I think you have to be account, an accountant to understand about 98% of the jokes that we found that are accountant <laughs> jokes because they are not in my language. Number two, I feel like accountants are pretty self-deprecating, pretty yeah. cool with the accountant jokes because all of the accountant jokes I found were on accountant websites. Now, either oh. that means oh. they are self-deprecating or it means nobody else thinks accountants are funny. <laughs> I'm not sure. You know, it might be a little bit of both, actually. <laughs> okay. Case in point. Case in point. Case in point. Here we go. <laughs> All right, so tell us a little bit about what you do. Uh, so your day-to-day, um, so what, what's a chief financial officer function? What's, what's your job for the credit union in big, broad strokes for us? Yeah, not getting into too many of the details, but... No, we um, want numbers, we want you times. You want numbers, you want... Did you, have, did you, you bring want a spreadsheet? I, you know, I... I, have, I don't, I don't have, have a spreadsheet. I have it in my hand, <laughs> okay. actually. That's where it's sitting. So, okay. you know, the primary responsibility is uh, managing the financial risks of the organization, um, making sure that the, the books are in order, making sure the information is getting to the decision makers. Um, we have we have a lot of information that's available to us and, and making sure it gets into the right hands to, uh, to really better the credit union. Um, we're kind of at a time right now that we haven't seen in a number of years with some rising rates and um, trying to make the best decisions possible for our members and for the credit union is, is very important in these times right now. And so it's um, using that information and, and our, our, our forecasting tools and, and just being able to make the, the best decisions that we have or that we're able to with that information. And so it's really my responsibility to make sure that our books are in order to, to be able to make those decisions. So, so let me ask you a question about those rising rates. Yeah. Just as long as we're getting fast. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll try to answer. Keeping things <laughs> yeah. exciting. Um, I th- when you say that, that triggers me to think that maybe, and this is my very limited understanding of accounting. Now, I started at the credit union 300 years ago, um, and my aunt was the accountant at the credit union oh, I really? started with. Oh. So I started, she wanted to teach me to be an accountant. Okay. Um, just didn't, didn't Today I'm in marketing, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what that says. Um, but so it seems like maybe the last several years, with rates being pretty steady, mm-hmm. that has made that part of like budgeting, keeping everything balanced. It sort of has just rolled from year to year to year to year, and without having to think about how things are going to fluctuate on the rate side too much. Everything else, but the rates have been pretty steady, and now. All we can do is look at a forecast mm-hmm. and sort of, I don't want to use the word guess. It feels like a guess. What is it? <laughs> um, you know, guess is, I think guess is kind of a strong term. I mean, there's, there is a lot of, there are a lot of tools that we have available to mm-hmm. us that allow us to really forecast what's going to happen in a 100 basis point increase situation, a 200 basis point situation. And so we're, I mean, we're getting together on at least a monthly basis and looking mm-hmm. at, okay, if rates were to go up this many percent or this many basis points, what are we going to do with our rates? 
and we're able to stick that into the tools that we have available to us, and that kind of spits out the, the I don't want to say the results for us, but it, mm-hmm. it gives us a, a better idea of what the picture might look like. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, I don't say that with it's, it's an easy, it's, it's, not, it's not as easy as it may sound, because mm-hmm. um, there's always going to be uh, something that, that impacts you, but uh, there, are, there are lots of tools that are available to us that allow us to, I guess, paint that picture with those different situations. Um, and so it, um, I mean, coming up with how you want to react to the, to the, um, the, the rising rates is certainly you do as a team. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just me saying, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to do this based on this increase. Uh, there's a team of us that are getting together and, and talking about these situations. So, um, yeah, there's, there, there's a little bit of guessing that goes into it, but there's still a lot of tools to, uh, available to mm-hmm. us that allow us to to see how our, our results may look based on this increase or that increase. I don't want to, oh, mm, let me put this the right way. Okay. I don't want to minimize what you do, mm-hmm. but there's something about this idea that fascinates me that, you know, looking at a forecast and being able to say, well, this is gonna do this thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is what I think we should do. My question for you is, in any way, is that fun for you? Is that exciting to you I, as a human? And we love you if it is. <laughs> well, knowing that you put that out there, that you okay. would still love me. We will still love you yes. I, I do love that piece of it. Okay. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I love looking at numbers and analyzing numbers and, and seeing how one thing might drive another and what might happen. So, yeah, my answer to that is yes. Fantastic. Yes. We need yes. numbers people. We need yeah. numbers people. Yeah, and just yes. like we need marketing people. Can you say that a little louder? We we need marketing people. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And that's from the CFO. So yeah. Yeah. he and knows we're going to get true. paid. And, and I'm, I'm trying to bring our groups together a little bit more. Okay. Make, make our dynamic a little bit, I don't want to say better, but not be at odds with each other so much. Okay. I, I think... Unless you hate us, and this is the time <laughs> that you're going to tell us. I think we do pretty well. We do really I think well, we do actually. Well. Yeah, yeah. You have, uh, I've gone off script. You. <laughs> She's notorious for that. I am. <laughs> you we have a pretty great this. team. I want, so what I want to get to, I, this is me, this is a leading question. Okay. Because I want to make sure the universe knows that you are the eagle in charge of the eagle's nest. <laughs> is that. Senator, is that true or untrue? <laughs> Would you like to deny that here on record? You know, uh, for, for as much as I've talked about the people who help me make the decisions, or I guess that, that I help with making decisions based on the information we have, getting that information to the final product wouldn't happen without the great team we have in the Eagle's Nest. Um, we have we've brought in a lot of new people um, over the course of the last couple of weeks, including or a couple of weeks, couple of months, including me. Um, and I, I feel like we've done a fantastic job of, of really getting acclimated to each person's working, um, I want to say skills and abilities and just them as, as a person. And it, I, I think we're, we've got one heck of a team right now. And they, they certainly help me look better. <laughs> they make you look good. And, and do my job better. So okay. um, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at without those great individuals. And just... For the record, mm-hmm. <laughs> for the folks at home, mm-hmm. why is it the eagle's nest? You, you know, I don't even know that answer. 
I was oh. I was told it was the eagle's nest. And I was told that <laughs> I was the eagle. So. Like, okay, it's the eagle's nest and not yeah. the eagle. Whatever, so, you guys. So maybe it was the marketing team that came up with the eagle's nest. I don't know. It was so not. It was he not. comes in in the morning, the eagle has landed. The eagle has landed. <laughs> yep, yep. It, well, so you remember maybe, the gopher maybe you den. Know that, yeah, I do remember, remember the gopher, the gopher den, den, yes. Yep. Because, so they realized, and this is, like, I like to think, now we didn't brand it. Yeah. But I yeah. like to think this is part of where we break down silos and people understand how things work because they realized when they changed to a different location, now they're on the third floor, they're at the top yeah. of the Thomas house, so maybe that they had to rebrand. Maybe we should explain the situation prior. So we should start with the gophers? Yeah. Den? Okay. So we were in a room with cubicles in the basement, and uh, the way you would talk to each other is you would stand up, but you could see about shoulders <laughs> up. So it looked like you were a gopher popping out like of the hole. Pop up, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So d- that's how we dubbed it, the gopher den. So that was the gopher den, yes. And that was that's news to me, too. I never, I never right. knew how we got to the gopher den. <laughs> yes, so. that's what okay. it is. Origin story. All yes. Right. Everybody so then, loves a good origin yeah. story. Oh, yeah. Yes. So once they moved, yep. they had to rebrand. And, and that makes complete sense. Right, yeah. yep. right. And now... I think it was Jen, right? I think so. That picked the eagle's nest. Is that who it was? Yeah, I think okay. so. So credit to Jen for coming up with that. Kudos. And that's how you became the eagle. That's how I became the eagle. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'll take it. There, there's okay. a lot worse. <laughs> it's, you know, uh, we'll talk off off mic about right. some of the things, the other things they call you. Uh, <laughs> All right. I think it's time for a joke break, and I then think so. I have a follow up question. So, okay. Sue. I get to go first. I think it's your turn. (laughs) It's so clear that I make myself laugh. Nick. Yes. What do actuaries do to liven up a party? I don't know what. They invite an accountant. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Good one. He's so good natured. He's so good. (laughs) All right, you ready? We're ready. Why did the marketer get off the trampoline? Don't know. He was worried about his balance rate. (laughs) (laughs) So good. So good. The funniest thing about it is your reaction to telling the joke. That is 100% the best. It's good. good. We should do another one. Okay. We should do another one. Yeah, Yeah, let's do another one. Um, You said you had six. Okay. Skip to another good one. I think, think, okay, we're going to skip down a couple. Sorry, I actually had seven. Oh, oh. I, I had one that I didn't highlight. I didn't see that oh. one. I counted. It wasn't the accountant didn't know it was there because he didn't highlight it. <laughs> poor poor note taking. That's what I would contribute that one to. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna jump down on our list. I like this one. Okay. What? Okay. <laughs> Here we go. What does an accountant's wife say when she can't sleep? I don't know what. Honey, tell me about your job. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> That's a good one. All right. Why did the marketer fail at honey harvesting? I don't know. Turn it. Instead of tapping the hive, he insisted on going B to B. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Booyah. Yeah. All right. So follow-up question from before, Nick. So you talked about you know, kind of assessing risk and getting information to decision makers. What are what are some of those decisions um, that you're getting information on and assessing the risk on? And specifically, like, what are those decisions that, and what, how do they trickle down to what the member sees? 
Well, I mean, the, the big one would be with the interest rates and the rates that we want to offer. Um, and, and those are, obviously, members are going to see those directly. Um, it's going to correlate with what they're paying on their loans, what they're receiving on their deposits. Um, so I would say that's that's probably the, the biggest one with the interest rate risk. Um, there is credit risk out there in, in terms of what we're looking at offering and, and our portfolio and how much we have in a, a certain type of loan um, and, and how much more we can really loan out based on the ratios and the requirements. Um, so and there's there's a number of things uh, that that members are going to see directly, mainly with rates. Mm-hmm. So, but very good question. He asks good questions. He does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That one went off script too, and I wasn't right for that. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. good, but you handled it beautifully. Yeah, thank you. I'm going to go off script again. <laughs> oh no! Because that, it made me think as as you were talking about that and sort of your whole journey to start to work in the industry, okay. which we've agreed is us. Mm-hmm. Um, were you a credit union member? What did you know about credit unions before you started working here? I had I had not been a credit union member actually. Uh, my We're wife so glad we saved you. My wife had actually worked at a bank prior to the position she's in right now, and so we'd always just banked with the bank that she was working at. Um, I I in my previous experience, I had I had experience working with cooperatives. Um, which I truly enjoyed the the cooperative idea, the mindset of of helping each other, um, and and that is one thing I found very very unique about the industry is that I can call up a, another credit union and ask for some guidance on what they do in a certain situation, and they they would without hesitation give me information about how they're handling their business, which. I don't think you would see that if you were to walk into just a general manufacturing distribution, any other type of industry corporation. Um, and I, I think that's truly, truly unique and I mean, one of the reasons why I really love working for the credit union and, and working in the industry. So what's the difference between a bank and a credit union? Oh, good one. <laughs> Now we've moved to the quiz portion. Of our <laughs> quiz portion. All right. All right. Do you want me to answer that? I do. You do. I do. All right. Um, you know, with 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 the the credit unions, obviously we're, we've got members, and the member is essentially an owner of their credit union. Um, banks are when you start looking at how they're taxed and being taxed, they're they are handled quite a bit different from credit unions in that we we aren't taxed. Um, at, at least on our um, general business. On unrelated business, uh, we, we do have some UBIT, but um, it's not significant. Wait, I'm going to pause you there. We have some what? Unrelated business income tax. Okay. Um, <laughs> and it's, yeah, Confused sorry. I, 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 I threw that, threw that one out there on you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, oh, yeah, and, we're going to say synergy any minute. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're going to throw me for we're a loop. Yeah, throw. exactly. So It's okay. Um, there, and there's the, big, the biggest thing that I see from my side is just how we're treated from a, a taxable entity versus a non-taxable entity. And that, so. that difference being because we're a not-for-profit. So we pay payroll tax and property tax and Correct. all of those things. Yep. It's the income. That we tax because we don't have income because we, it's not we, for profit and it's that income outgo balance 
situation. Yeah, you can say that. Yeah. Oh, I will. We'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, no, there's. I mean, there there may be some unrelated business income that we do get taxed on, but it really isn't significant by any means. And so, uh, the majority of I mean, we we still make income, mm-hmm. um, but it gets reinvested into the organization right. and into right. the entity and um, for the betterment of of the entity. Right. So. So it's that's the not for profit. Correct. Part of it. Yep. Yeah. I almost sometimes I that. understand like an accounting concept you, and it's excites you're doing, me. You're doing really well. <laughs> it excites yeah. me. My aunt would be really proud. Yeah, she, she would. She would really to think that maybe I learned a thing. <laughs> awesome. Time for another joke break. Sure. Who went first last time? Did we go? Did we I go think first? We went last first last okay, time. you go ahead, Nick. All right. Let's see. I gotta find the good one here. <laughs> What's a social media marketer's favorite kind of cracker? I don't know. Instagrams. Ah. <laughs> oh, I just love an Instagram with a milk. I, I like, that's what I have for the afternoon. Just right? a cup of milk and an Instagram. Soggy Instagrams. <laughs> <laughs> and then we take a nap. That's how we we just like we have our Instagrams and our milk. <laughs> and then we have an afternoon nap. <laughs> It'd be Nick. funnier if it wasn't true. <laughs> <laughs> what is an accountant's idea of trashing a hotel room? What? Refusing to fill out the comment card. Oh, <laughs> good one. <laughs> How many more do you have? I've got two more. You've got two, two more? Two more. Okay. Yep. Okay. Hit us with another one, Nick. All right. Why did the social media marketer get kicked out of the bowling alley? She kept trying to sponsor the pins. Oh, I do. The, I've actually done that, oh. which, like with a marker. <laughs> I just like run down the lane. Yeah, of course. Draw our logo on a pin. Yeah, they don't like that. No, it's weird. It's weird, mm-hmm. right? Well, I suppose they probably want money for it. Yeah. They would probably be willing to do it, but they want us to pay for it's it. It's all I'm about thinking. the money. Yeah. It's all about yeah. the money. Yeah, exactly. See, that's, that's the thing that's we can agree account. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the money. And who likes those sponsored pins on Pinterest anyway? Right. Oh, Seriously. It's true. <laughs> Nobody likes those. <laughs> Nobody likes those. Do you want to pick another one? Yes. Take yes. it. Yes. Okay. Uh, let's see here. When, when does a person decide to become an accountant? <laughs> I don't know when wins. When they realize they don't have the charisma to become an undertaker. Oh, that's a, oh, that's a that one hurt a little that bit. That was a little yeah. too close to the bone. That's a zinger. That was, okay. oh, man. That, you know what? That was right on the edge of being inappropriate or too mean. <laughs> some of those were, they were, some of them were oh my really mean <laughs> yeah. and also very inappropriate. So as soon as we stop recording, we'll tell you those. Nice. <laughs> Good thing I've got a few more with me. Okay, good, 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 good. Anything else off script? And I don't, ha- right now at the moment, I don't have anything else off script, so. Okay. What about you? What else would you like us to know? The universe. So, explanation, clarification. So, what happens when we are done with this podcast? Okay. Is Vince does, I think it's magic. I don't know okay. what he does. Sprinkles fairy dust. To, yeah, something. Okay. And then it comes out perfectly edited. Nice. Yes. Nice. And then we put it on our website and our blog. Oh. And then people can hear it. See, this is the thing oh. we didn't mention to you. Oh, that my God. After this is done, people will be able to hear it. <laughs> so. <laughs> people are listening to this. They, yeah. They will. They will. All right. they will. Yeah. So. 
but it's not live. Right. But that's next. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not. Anyway, <laughs> so that means that there's a very real chance that an actual human will hear something wise you have to say, both like cracking wise and like actually wise. So now's your opportunity to let people understand who Nick Faber is. Well, I, I mean, I, f- I feel like I gave you a little bit of a rundown. Mm-hmm. Um, you did. I, you know, I, I truly enjoy what, I, what I'm doing right now, and I, I enjoy being able to work for the members and um, hopefully provide the, the best service we can to them. Um, you embrace the name Eagle. I've embraced the name Eagle. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, the the other thing that I really enjoy about the credit union is the, is the community involvement. Um, being involved in the community is, is very important to me and uh, my family. And so um, being able to work for an organization that cares so deeply about the community that we live in is, is truly a great, great thing. And um, for those that may be listening and, and questioning, do I really, do I, what do I think about the, the credit union and the credit union movement, and you may be working or you may be banking at a bank right now, come check us out. Um, we truly are great people here. And um, if, if I haven't sold you yet, I know that our great marketing team will. We'll work on it. <laughs> yeah. We'll work on That's it. Well said. Yeah. Well said. Let's talk about community involvement then mm-hmm. as long as long as you brought it up. So what, what kind of things do you like? What organizations do you like to get involved with or what are there particular events that – Yes. Something to you? So doing, um, I was part of Leadership Marshfield a few years ago, and uh, our project related to Right to Play for All, which is a organization that provides sponsorships, um, or scholarships, I should say, to uh, local lower-income families for, their, for children to be able to participate in extracurricular activities. Um, we, I feel like over the last couple of years, we've, we've averaged probably about $3,000 a year in scholarships um, with the max that a child can receive um, when we first started being 75 bucks and now we're up to $100. Um, and so I think we're doing really, really great things um, in our community and the surrounding communities. Um, we've had some great support from um, United Way and uh, the Marshall Area uh, Community Foundation. Um, we also did receive a, a grant from the Green Bay Packer Foundation uh, last year, I think it was. Um, and so we've, we've had quite a bit of outreach with the program and we've we've seen some really good things um, with helping kids con- uh, participate in these activities who may not otherwise be able to um, so that's that's one thing that that's um, important to me and um, um, one thing I com- continue to be involved in uh, United Way finance committee is, is another thing that I'm involved with um, there's a number of boards that I'm on and um, it's just I mean, being involved in any way that I can, uh, some specifics that I've given, some that I haven't, um, is is what I truly enjoy. Okay. So, and, and again, the what was the organization? Right, right, right to, right play, to for play for all. Yeah, okay. it's 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 essentially a or it is a uh, it's an organization that's related to United Way. So, if if there were questions about the organization um, and and how to either um, donate to the program or uh, apply for for funds, uh, they can go through United Way. Okay, cool. And if so, if people wanted to make a donation, we can share a link out. Yeah. So that'd be fantastic. We will do that on the yeah. blog. Wonderful. Make sure that people have that opportunity. Wonderful. Very cool. I appreciate that. Very cool. Another thought with that, I know you know that's a big push of the credit union as well. So that's 
Yeah, good alignment there. Um, from the numbers perspective, I know we don't always tell our story, as it were, um, about all of the community involvement that we do have. And I know our approach as the credit union is, you know, not just where dollars go and mm-hmm. those dollars, but also boots on the ground. Um, so, but from the numbers perspective, Sue, I know you're on the donations committee here at the credit union. Nick, you're in charge of the books. What ballpark is that kind of big overall number figure that the credit union um, that we kind of reinvest in the community that donations budget see i'm gonna have to i guess i'm gonna pass on this pass this one to sue um from the standpoint of i've only been here for a couple months and so i've only seen i've only seen a couple months worth of donations come through Mm -hmm. um and and at this point it's not something that i've done a great job of tracking yet um, so from a budgetary standpoint, Sue may know what our number is that we're, that we're looking to reinvest into the community and being involved in that, that part of our organization. Um, I, don't, I don't have the answer off the top of my head, so maybe you do. I have at least an imaginary answer. I have or, a or ballpark. Figure, yes, yeah. I have a ballpark figure. You have the ballpark figure. figure, okay. I think he likes ballpark better than, than imaginary. imaginary. <laughs> I know. So what I've learned today, imaginary and guess are two words that don't work for Nick. No. I, I don't like those. I don't the, like those words. Basically, those are how we do our whole job. <laughs> Another difference between marketing and right. talent. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. So here's my – now I'm going to give you uh, – I'm going to give you a asterisk and a little bit of disclaimer, which is this is a ballpark number every year you know we get we get right in that area of about $50,000 in you know cash donations and like you said it's a big push of ours to make sure that we're not just like you you could just write a big check and it's nobody's going to turn down a big check but to have a, a lot of these a lot of the events and organizations some of the things that they do along with that big check you know i think they struggle to have volunteers and to get people participating in those things so that's also a huge part of our push to not just say we you know we deal out the cash but to make sure that we can have people there and actually getting involved in the community so that's that really honestly is one of my favorite things about that part of our culture and we can include a link down below if you'd like to apply for a donation from that the credit is such union. a good idea nice. yes so small organizations small fundraisers all the way you know up to big big events we have a link right on our website that you can go and request donations we review them we we you know mainly we look to make sure that it just aligns with our core values aligns with something that we see a need in we don't there isn't one particular thing you know that we just say no. We won't do that because it's too small, or it doesn't. You know, it's it's all about making sure that we're putting the money where it needs to go to the absolute best of our ability. So, that was a good little commercial for the donations. Mm-hmm. And now, when people ask for more money from us, now you'll have more work to do, Nick. Mm-hmm. So that'll be mm-hmm. that's right. That'll keep you. In, that'll I, keep I enjoy you that work. Okay. So we can all do our part and keep right. Nick busy. Keep Nick busy. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have one more joke? Do you have one more joke? I have, I have one more. It's time okay. for the finale. 
Bum, bum, bum. You want to go ahead? All right. I will. Yeah, I'll throw it out there. Okay. What do you call a cow with a blog post stamped on its skin? I don't know. Branded content. <laughs> <laughs> so but seriously, we've, we've thought of doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should. We should. There's a lot of cows in the yard. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's the new billboard. <laughs> you going to do it? Go for it. Okay. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> this, this is our favorite one. Nick, how can you tell when the CFO is getting soft? How? <laughs> when he actually listens to marketing before he says no. <laughs> Learn my lesson on this one. <laughs> and that, friends, is how Nick ended up being here today. <laughs> I certainly enjoyed it, though. I appreciate the opportunity. You were a great guest. We appreciate you coming and talking Thank to you. us. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Now it's time we have a cute little wrap-up that we do. We're going to do right. a cute little wrap-up. You can sit... And listen. I'm going to sit here and listen to this Okay, yeah. perfect. Okay, so we will include the links for our donations and for the United Way to make sure that you can get to. Again, one more time, Nick. What was the name of the Right to Play for All. Right to Play for All. And uh, you can certainly make your donations, especially if you're someone who grew up playing sports and feel passionate about it and want to make sure that other kids can have that same experience. Um, you can, this is your friendly reminder, you can find us on SoundCloud and hear every single one of our episodes. We are going to be adding fresh new content. We are going to be unlocking some previously private credit union content. So we're very excited about mm-hmm. um, some of the things that we are going to be getting out on SoundCloud. So if this is the first time you're hearing us, you have some binging to do. So check that out. The link will be included in our blog. Big thank you again, Nick, for joining us today. And we always like to point out uh, for anybody who would like to be a guest on the show that we haven't lost anyone thus far. Right. There have been no lost time injuries on our podcast. Can you confirm that you are in the same level of health that you were when you walked in? I can confirm that, yes. Thank you. Yes. Okay. OSHA likes, makes us do that. <laughs> so thank you, Nick, and thank you, everyone, for listening. This is Sue and Vince signing off for now, and we'll see you next time.